Welcome to another episode of That One Movie Podcast, also known as Tomp, the weekly show in which we discuss movies, games, and TV shows in addition to kind of whatever, but mainly we just shout nonsense into our microphones. We sure do. I'm your host, Jimmy Uthie, joined by my co-host, Holden Sutter. I'm here, and I'm yelling stuff like Jimmy promised. Woohoo! Nonsense. And we've got a great show for you today, highlighted by reviews of John Wick Chapter 3 Parabellum and the Game of Thrones series finale. Let's do it, Holden. Yes. Woohoo! That one movie podcast. Tom. Holden, you ready for some Toms? I'm also ready to eat some fruit snacks. He's got some Welch's fruit snacks. I'm just saying this He's is a... buckled up. This is a big episode, so I brought lots of food, so have, I'll uh, probably be eating it's a, a lot. big episode, and we don't have a lot of time to record it, because our ha- studio is closing down soon. I, uh... I had a final like right before this, and I didn't have the opportunity to eat all day, so this is <laughs> the only food I've put in my body. All right, there you go. There you have it. Uh, yeah, so it's finals week. Sorry, this episode's a few days late. We wanted to do well academically because we're mm-hmm. a couple nerds. Well, well you I, are. Yeah. I'm not a nerd. I don't read books. Yeah. You read comic books. Yeah. Nerd. <laughs> Holden, you ready for some Toms, though? Yeah. The Toms, the Toms, the Toms, the Toms. Tom's is a rapid-fire game in which we rate the news from this week in the world of entertainment on a scale of three famous Toms, Brokaw, Bombadil, and Bergeron. Brokaw is the highest rating, Bombadil is the lowest, and Bergeron is somewhere in between. Let's get started, Holden. Of course, one of the big stories from this week, Robert Pattinson is Batman, just like we predicted. Go back and listen to the episode. Yeah, I mean, if you want proof, <laughs> just go back and listen to whatever episode that was. Just go listen to all of them. I don't know which yeah. one it was. It yeah. was the first one, I believe, oh. actually. The oh. very the very first one. There we go. Yep. That was my number one pick. Glad it happened. <laughs> also, um. actually, my number one pick was a black guy, Michael B. Jordan. Uh, well, he's but not apparent- black. So. Apparently, uh, DC, just not very progressive. A bunch of racists. Yep. Quote Zack Schneider, That's I'm a racist. <laughs> DC, from now on, will also be racist, even though I'm fired. Yep. All right, holding thoughts on Robert Pattinson. I think it's a back. good choice. I think so too. He seems like he's, a good actor. He is a good actor. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's. I mean, he uh, he's done a lot of good things, especially since Twilight, and he resents Twilight. So you know what? Those of you haters who are hating on him just because of Twilight, he doesn't even like Twilight. So there we go. Oh, I got and a phone call going. Holden's got a phone call. Sorry, I got a gotta take this no i won't all right (laughs) (laughs) just put it on speaker (laughs) the middle you're on the podcast um so yeah i'm gonna give it a broca for this selection Mm -hmm. robert pattinson you know he's no michael b jordan uh he's a young guy so you know he'll he he could be batman for a few movies so yeah we'll see we'll see how it goes i think i think it's a good choice yeah uh but ultimately the the writing of the script would yeah. be the important part truly um also we have some villains confirmed not necessarily who's going to play them but oh, I heard uh about this cat women and the penguin will be cat villains women? there's multiple cat women <laughs> <laughs> cat woman and the penguin will be villains in this film similar to batman returns here's hoping that christopher walken is the mayor again mm-hmm. holding thoughts on Catwoman and the penguin that's kind of weird that they would do that again yeah, like the specifically same that same pairing. Well, there's pairing. there could be more villains yet. Well, yeah, it could be a I, sinister I mean, six. Just kidding. They keep, 
<laughs> that'd be definitely be just copying they, they Marvel. Just call it the the Rogue Six. The Rogue Gallery. There you go. That's what they've been calling it. Mm -hmm. Um, of course, like uh, Josh Gad has been campaigning to play the Penguin for a long time. I could see that. I could see it. He too. could play like a funny Penguin. Uh, I let's get Danny DeVito back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the best part about Batman Returns is Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a Danny DeVito. What was the Danny DeVito thing? There was like this petition of over, over 14,000 people. To get him to play Pikachu. Peak, was it Pikachu? Yeah, play Pikachu and Detective Pikachu. Are you sure? Yeah. I thought this was like... That was like a big thing. Like very recently. Probably not. I mean... No, I think there was, was something else. While. Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. I think this was... Wolverine. Oh. <laughs> I can see that. There you go. <laughs> That's what it was. I'm like, I wasn't Detective Pikachu. I'm going to give this a Bergeron. Uh, not my two favorite Batman villains. Yeah. We need what? a Deathstroke movie. Yeah. Come on. What happened to that? I thought he was in this movie. Yeah. What's going on? All right. All right. Bergeron now too. on to uh, some great news. Chris Rock is making a Saw movie. Woohoo! Uh, it's going to release <laughs> on October 23rd of next year, holding just in time for my 23rd birthday. Oh, man. Uh, the next day. Uh, there's a very solid chance I'll be seeing this movie on my birthday. <laughs> uh, it is not a reboot, as you lied to me earlier this week when you brought up that's the news. What, uh, that's what well, the news it article I read to, said well, it was a reboot. You, I don't know. You're reading some fake news out there <laughs> on the internet. It's going to exist within the current Saw universe. Uh, maybe a prequel? Maybe? I don't know. Wow. Jigsaw, he's still doing stuff, maybe. Uh, <laughs> he's probably, you know, planned it. 15 years into the future, you know, like he always does. Classic Jigsaw. Classic Jigsaw. Uh, it is described as an event film in the horror genre, just like all the Saw movies, oh, yeah. really. Um, here's a statement from the producers, which I thought was interesting. When Chris when Chris Rock came to us and described in chilling detail his, fi his fantastic vision that reimagines and spins off the world of the notorious Jigsaw killer, we were all in. Saw is one of the highest grossing rated horror franchises of all time, meaning they were just up for the money <laughs> and it's one of lion gate lion's gates most successful film series this upcoming film will still be as mind-bending and intense as all of the previous saw films Jeez. we can only hope. i hope so <laughs> chris conceived of this idea and it will be completely reverential to the legacy of the material while reinvigorating the brand with his wit creative vision and passion for this classic horror franchise there you go i'm i'm pumped man because Basically, what it sounds like is Chris Rock was just sitting at home, and he's like, I yeah. have a great idea for a Saw movie. Yeah. And he just went to Lionsgate, and he's like, here it is. And they're like, that is a great idea for they're a Saw like, movie. They're like, I mean, it's as good as any of the other ideas for a Saw movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to make money no matter what oh, we do. Oh, it sure is. It'll and be you know pretty cheap to make, and we'll do it. There we'll, you go. We're, we'll be there oh, opening yeah. night. We will be. <laughs> That's why you got to stay tuned to this podcast. October 23rd, 2020, coming at you live. This is a big Broca. Oh, yeah. Two broca. thumbs up Brocas. <laughs> um, next story. Holden. A poll by The Hollywood Reporter revealed that more than 20% of Americans could cancel Netflix in favor of a subscription to Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Yeah, I can see it too. I can see that. Do you think people are going to cancel though in favor of, or do you think people I, will just have both? 
I think it depends. Netflix is going so far into like original content that if you're not, if you don't like what they're putting out, a lot of their like other stuff might not appeal to you. And so I don't know. Why don't they kind of have to be banking on their original content at this point though? Because yeah. like, what a, what's going to be the other reason to get well, Netflix? I'm not. I'm not saying that's ne- that's necessarily a bad thing, but I'm. But like, if you just don't like any of the original series or whatever, then it's like, why keep it? Well, they got Black Mirror, and they yeah. have Stranger Things. Some um, mind well, Jimmy, I'm not going to cancel it. I'm just saying some people might. <laughs> hey, man, you just got to <laughs> mooch off your parents' Netflix that account. That is what anyway. I do, actually. There you go. <laughs> See? And then we can get Disney+. Plus. Um, I think this is... I don't see people canceling. I, I see people getting both. Because Disney+, Plus is only $6, $7, $6, $7 mm-hmm. a month. That's not know. a lot. That's not a lot in these 2019 we'll dollars. We'll see, Jimmy. I'm going to give this a Bergeron, I guess. Yeah, who cares? Uh, hold on. Speaking of Netflix originals, Black Mirror Season 5 trailer. Yeah! Three episodes coming on June 5th. Only three episodes in this season. Of course, Bandersnatch could have sure played a role. Snatch in that. I still have not seen it. Yeah, you should watch I'll that. I'll probably do that sometime this summer. Um, with thoughts on the Season 5, season five trailer? Yeah. Well, it looks like a lot of people are robots. Miley Cyrus. Phones. I thought it looked weird. I mean, the, like, like I don't know mean? if I was totally on board with a lot of the concepts, but, uh, you I know, know, like, I, I what, seeing the trailer, I wasn't like, man, I'm so excited to watch these. What what, what happened last time a new season came out? I don't, and it kind of happened this time, too. I just, when I, when I saw the trailer, it didn't, like, really, com- I d- could, didn't really comprehend, like, what no, was happening was a lot in the of trailer. Things and so I'm just like, okay. And then I don't really know what's going to happen until, or, like, what's happening until I start watching the episode. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, I mean, I always like more Black Mirror, so I'm going to give this a Brokaw. Brokaw. Black Mirror. Season 5. Coming in hot. Hot Yeah, man. All right. Speaking of some Disney. Disney confirmed the next Star Wars movie after Episode 9, Rise of Skywalker, will be from Game of Thrones creators David Benioff and D.B. Weiss, the two most popular people on planet they Earth. They really are. You know what? Only, only second to Ryan Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Hitler. <laughs> um, yeah, holding thoughts. D&D, making a Star Wars trilogy. Probably a lot, people a lot more excited about this two years ago <laughs> than they would oh, be now. Oh, certainly not. Um, I... In, I'll I'll wait and see. Yeah. I, like, I think they're definitely, like, at least good writers, but also, like, I don't know. I don't... I, I'm just interested to see what 1. they do with the original four concept. million people or something don't. <laughs> so, well, uh, well, well s- I mean, I, I'll go into my feelings on the finale later, but I, yeah, we'll I think overall they're pretty decent writers. I do, too. I think they're decent writers, and we'll talk about that in the our review of the game of thrones season finale series finale we'll see how it like if this is going to be like as original as people seem to think it might be i we'll see how it like how they do we'll see what happens i'm gonna give it a bergeron just because like i at this point i almost feel like i don't i don't want to feel bad for like lucasfilm and disney but like (laughs) <laughs> getting a lot like that's of, just a, a bad poop. it's just a bad rub man that literally two of the most hated people in hollywood are the people behind their next projects <laughs> and they did not anticipate that happening before they announced them yep uh speaking of star wars holden vanity fair gave us our first 
in-depth look at Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, one of the things that stood out to me is that Rey and Kylo Ren are going to, their dynamic is going to be an emphasis of this movie, kind of playing on what I think was the strength of The Last Jedi. Yeah, I was about to say, was um, kind of an emphasis on that one, um, too. Was the connection between those two. I hope they're not related <laughs> yeah, that better not happen. Obviously, Palpatine created they better kissy Rey kiss, or something. That's what I'm thinking. You think they're going to be romantically? Probably not. I don't think so. Um, that gets me excited. According to Anthony Daniels, who plays C-3PO, we will see C-3PO do something <laughs> shocking What in this movie. Um, this is, I'm thinking maybe it's the bowcaster thing that was in that, oh, that uh, yeah. poster, seeing him use a bowcaster. I hope I it's that. not that. Just from the sense that I feel like it got spoiled already yeah. in that regard. I don't know. Um, Bob Iger, good old Bobby I, <laughs> <laughs> said it's going to be very popular with the fans. I highly doubt it. <laughs> nope. <laughs> we'll see what Nobody happens. Nobody hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. Uh, yeah. Uh, John Williams has loved the footage he's seen so far. He's busy writing the music, of course. I think they said he had like 30 minutes or something written over the last month okay. that he was working on the desert plant the desert planet that we see in the trailer is called pasana wow another desert planet. another one it's God. filmed it's filmed in jordan where uh yeah. in the same desert where lawrence of the Ra- uh, lawrence of arabia was also shot um we also get an image of the knights of wren in the desert looking all knights of wren like yeah what are they doing i don't know well you know what if it was Ryan Johnson, he wouldn't even put them in this movie. So, you know what? I hate you, Ryan Johnson. <laughs> Thank you, J.J. Abrams, for putting these characters we know nothing about, but for some reason I'm really invested in, in the movie. There we go. Uh, there was also the reveal of Carrie Russell's character, Zori, Zori Bliss, on the snow-dusted planet Kajimi. It's probably Ray's mom. <laughs> <laughs> probably honestly <laughs> she looks really cool holden uh okay. you probably haven't seen the image uh of course uh if you look up star wars vanity fair on google you'll find this article lots of great images from behind the set um, take your word for it you should check them out uh we also get the first look at richard e grant's character uh, allegiant general pride which i think is a very cheesy name but we'll see allegiant general Allegiant General Pride, P-R-Y-D-E. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) He's got some sort of dynamic with General Hux. The by far the worst character (laughs) of the sequel series. He's he's such a even worse than Rose. Boom roasted you haters out there. (laughs) Uh, The movie will obviously conclude the fight between the Jedi and the Sith. This will be the climax. And there was also a really cool image of Kylo Ren and Rey fighting on something, hard to tell what it is, uh, while water is, like, splashing around all around them. Wow. It looks really cool. Uh, it could be on top of the Millennium Falcon. It kind of looks like that. Or uh, maybe the Death Star ruins that we see in Or Naboo. The or Naboo. There you go. <laughs> well, wasn't it Endor people were thinking? Oh, uh, yeah. Which would make sense. Yeah. Since that's where the, the the Death Star 2 was there. Yeah. What? So, Holden, what are you thinking? You getting excited for Episode 9? The it's last whatever. of the <laughs> Jedi's walkers? It's a ways away, so I don't... Rise I, of the Last I, I, Jedi? I still haven't, I haven't really been hit by a wave of hype yet. I think this got me more excited for it. Um, I think everything that they're doing looks really cool. Like, it mm. looks cool. Um, 
J.J. Abrams is really excited about it, which gets me excited about it. Because I think J.J. Abrams is a good filmmaker, man. Say what you Probably. want about him. The only thing that I'm a little hesitant about is they, like, I don't know what it is about the sequel trilogy, especially with between eight and nine. It's like they want, they introduce like four new characters in each one. It's like you don't, we don't need yeah. four more characters. Have Just focus characters. on the characters we have. Um, so we'll see. I mean, reserving we judgment need, until I see the movie. We need but. some General Hux, you know, character building. <laughs> Can we just. We need General Hux to die <laughs> at the beginning of the movie. Uh, I'm going to give this Brokaw because I think the stuff, everything I saw looked really cool. Well, you're I'm excited, excited, Jimmy, so I'm going to give it a Bombadil. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, George R. Martin, you hear about this guy? No. Nope. Uh, he's apparently collaborating with the Dark Souls developer from software on an upcoming video game. And it's almost definitely not Game of Thrones. And it's definitely not Game of Thrones, yeah. yeah. It's so don't don't think of it as that. But yeah. still. What do you think? A Dark Souls sort of George R. R. Martin world? Well, that thing? would be cool, but I'm not gonna play it, so I'm not either. But <laughs> I think a lot of people will give, be excited about this, so I'm gonna give it them an honorary broker. Sure, why for not? For the Dark Souls fans out there. I'm and, selfish and if it doesn't apply to me, I don't care. So I'm gonna give it a Berger on. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh Holden. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Got a new trailer. Got some first reviews and reactions. Fairly positive so far. Not yeah. too surprising. Yeah. Uh, what were your thoughts on the trailer? I thought the, tra I thought the new trailer was really good. I really liked it. Um, and I there was a lot more Manson stuff than I thought there was going to yeah. be. Um, so this is very minor spoilers for the movie. Very minor. So... If you don't hear absolutely anything it's going on. part in, of the concept of the movie, so I don't think it's a spoiler. No, not that, what I'm about to say. Okay, fine. Uh, the structure of this film. So if you don't want to know anything, you can fast forward 30 seconds. But it's going to take place on three separate days. So, like, Tarantino has his chapters. So it's going to be, like, uh, two of the days are right next to each other. And then, like, the other day is the night of the Manson murder. Okay. And that's, like, how this movie is structured, which I think is really interesting. Yeah. Looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. And and uh, Tarantino also talks about how the characters represent different classes of within the Hollywood system. So you have, like, the elite class, which is, like, Sharon Tate. Then you have Leonardo DiCaprio's character, who's, like, the actor. And then you have, like, the stunt person okay. who's in it, I think. Is. I think that was the, the, the way he said it. Something like that. Um, I'm excited for this movie. Oh, yeah. I think it looks great. That's my... That's my next movie that i'm super excited for man there we go i'm gonna give this a broca to wrap up tons broca all right holden what should we get into first game of thrones or john wick trace parabello antebellum <laughs> i want to talk about john wick all right john wick three non-spoiler review starting right now holden thoughts on john wick three we went to it friday saturday Saturday. Saturday. I watched a while ago. <laughs> yeah, I watched the first two John Wick's movies, which I will will talk about in yeah. the uh, what are you doing? But um holding thoughts on the third one. Um yeah, I really liked this movie. I thought it was very entertaining. Um I found myself thinking about several scenes from it in the days since. Um, I don't know. I thought it was a very solid entry in this John Wick series. All right. From someone who I'll talk about it more in the what are you doing? Uh, John Wick number one 
I was underwhelmed. Uh, I thought You're it was wrong. I thought it was fine. <laughs> I did not see the hype for the John Wick movies. John Wick 2 watched it, liked it a lot better, considerable improvement in my opinion, and then John Wick 3 to me was even better another considerable improvement and now mm-hmm. i'm on board with the series good and um i really liked it i really enjoyed this movie yeah i thought there was more variation to mm-hmm. the action compared to other movies there were scenes particularly in the beginning of this movie that we were just like it was entertaining yeah it was almost tarantino kill bill level stuff pretty much every fight scene in this movie is just like a blast to watch it is it's so it's just, I mean, that's that's why you go and see these movies is because they're, the fight choreography is so good. And the thing I liked about this movie is that it really seemed to embrace kind of the absurdity of it all, yeah. with by, but retaining some of that realism at the same regard. Yeah, pretty much everything that's done in this movie is stuff that could actually happen. Like, if if you were, like... But it's good, not going to happen. Yeah, like, like it's under, absurd. under the right circumstances, and if you're that good of, like, of a fighter, <laughs> it could happen. There's no way. So, you would be so exhausted, yeah. John Wick, by this time. Yeah, I guess that's the most unrealistic part is how, like, John Wick just gets, like, shot and, like... <laughs> Like gets hurt and stuff, and he's just like, oh man. And he's running all the time, and like all the movies take place over like a week or two weeks or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like he's exhausted, man. (laughs) He's so puckered out. Uh, The one I would say the one thing that I didn't like about this movie, or that I have gripes with, I think for all three of them, is that they're like fifteen to twenty minutes too long. Each one of them. This one's like two hours and five minutes something yeah. like that i i never have felt that except for this one i think this one i felt it a little bit i, but think, I think john wick 2 i think john wick 2 is still my favorite and i think that is a great really one. yeah i don't know we'll can talk about that later uh yeah we'll talk about that in spoilers probably um this one i think just especially in the third act i was like Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready for this movie to be over now, <laughs> and I'm ready for this fight scene to be over. Well, I think the problem with that is I think the last fight scene, like it's still really good, but it's probably the least entertaining out of all of them. That I would say that too, um, without you know saying what it is or yeah, whatever. We won't, we won't talk. This about movie that. starts off great. Yeah. I think like the first act of this movie is probably the strongest part. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's really exciting. Um, cinematography, of course, is great. Set design is great. Mm-hmm. Just the tone of this movie, this was the one where I thought the tone was just spot on. Mm. Uh, the first one, I think that's my biggest problem with it. It seems like it's trying to be too realistic, where it's like now, while also being absurd, while well, this one's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's John Wick. This is what you want. I, this is what you came here for, and this is what we're going to give you. I am, like, I'm so into, like, this world and its lore because it's so bizarre. And it is so, so weird. weird. <laughs> like, I, I I, mean, they they talk about it a little bit in the first movie, but they especially get into it in, like, the second and third movies, and it's just, like, they get weirder. They have weirder things happening, and it's like, oh, there's this whole underground world of assassins, <laughs> and, like... Everybody is an assassin. <laughs> it's blood packs or blood promises or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Holden, anything else you want to talk about uh, in non-spoilers? Um, you want to get out of the way? Acting-wise, acting wise? I think I thought everybody was good. I didn't, yeah. like Nobody stood out to me as not good at no, acting. Yeah. Keanu Reeves is good as John Wick. He do, he put he puts so much work into it. Like it's. Oh, yeah. Because like, he 
At least for 95% of his stuff, he doesn't have a stunt double. And it's just him, like, actually doing the fights. And it's pretty impressive. Remnants of the Matrix in there, I'm sure. Um, uh, I always, I like Winston. Winston. By, played by Ian McShane. Mm-hmm. I really, I just like him. I like that actor. Anything he's in, even if it's bad, like the new Hellboy movie, I like him in it. Is his name Winston? Or is that the, the actor's actor? name is Winston. Ian McShane is the actor. Yeah, no, I thought that that's the the bellhop guy no no i'm talking i'm talking the owner of the hotel oh yeah that's what i thought you were talking i was thinking ian mcshane was the the bellhop no lance riddick's is lance riddick all right sorry i just got my concierge concierge i can't remember i'm gonna look it up what his name is uh john wick oh that's not how i spelled riddick it's riddick uh, doesn't matter. Never mind. Oh, it's it's Sharon, 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 C H A R O N. I don't remember. Anyway, he's great. He's good. <laughs> Long <laughs> like story short. Um, yeah, they're both good. Lawrence Fishburne's pretty good. He's a lot of like I like pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I would say action's good. How do you feel about the villain? I honestly like don't even remember the villain right yeah. now. We'll talk about it in spoilers. So yeah. Let's get into spoilers. Uh, just Final to wrap verdict. that up, I would give it. I'm gonna give John Wick an uh, three, uh, an eight point five out of ten. <laughs> three. John Wick three. Oh, I thought you said an a three. No, John Wick three in eight point five out of ten. Yeah, I love um. this movie. Three out of ten. <laughs> and I think it's the best of the John Wick movies, and it's not even close in my opinion. I think it's an eight point five. You always copy my score. Fine, I'll give Why it an eight. Why do you use halves? I'll give just half. round up. Fine. How about, Who do you think you are? I'm gonna give it an eight point four. Wow, I liked it better. What are you gonna give John Wick two then? Probably like a nine. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's get into spoilers, huh? Yeah. Uh, there's some great dog. Oh dog yeah, fighting action. Not not actual dog fights. Don't worry. Not actual dogs fighting other dogs. No, Just that's dogs. Sad. But dogs biting people. at people's <laughs> biting at people's nuts. Yeah, repeatedly. it's pretty good. Specifically, Bron from Game of Thrones. <laughs> Specifically, Bron from Game of Thrones, <laughs> who's in this movie for like five minutes. <laughs> Classic Braun. Classic Braun. I forget the actor's name, but he's 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 good. It's Jerome Flynn. Jerome Flynn. Yeah. Um He just he this is a weird accent too. <laughs> yeah, it's not his normal accent. That's I don't know. It's bizarre. It's weird. It did not need to be Jerome Flynn. No. Um yeah, the dogs are great. When uh when Jerome Flynn when Braun Master sh- like Pony. shot his bulletproof vest. I knew it wasn't dead, but I still got sad. Yeah, I made a good John Wick made a good joke about his dead dog that was kind of morbid, <laughs> but it was kind of funny in the moment. Well, I forget what was the joke again. I, I, uh, she's, she's like, she's she's like he shot at my dog or something. Yeah, it's like she shot if he had killed my dog or like I don't know something about if if it, he had killed her dog and then John Wick's like yeah I get it yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. There's there was a lot of humor in this one. I thought yeah. What'd you Most th- of the jokes are pretty good. Yeah, what did you think of like the the one ninja guy that just loved John Wick so much? That was 
I don't know how I feel about I that. I don't know either. <laughs> I thought it was some of it was so weird. I thought some of it was funny, but I thought so, well, it's weird because he doesn't start doing that until the last act of the movie when yeah. he like actually encounters John Wick for the first time. Because the rest of the movie, he gets sent around and just kills people like in cold blood. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like super serious about it, and then all of a sudden at the end of the movie, he's like, "Oh, John Wick, we're the same, you and I." <laughs> and John Wick just does not care. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, dude, just die already. <laughs> Want to go home? I thought go it was funny. My life. I thought it was funny that that guy's like his biggest fan, and he kills him. But then those two other guys, he like lets live. <laughs> those two other guys that are like, oh, you're John Wick, and then yeah, they're like, it's such a pleasure getting to fight you. And stuff. <laughs> It's just like, oh, man. I thought that that whole final kind of uh, ninja fighting classroom scene was interesting. Um, and like how he literally, like, it felt like a video game where he's like on to the next level yeah, of like henchmen. Like literally next level. I like level. that. Um, felt very Kill Bill to me. Mm-hmm. A lot of the action in this movie in the best way possible. I think um, the overall design of a lot of the battle sequences and the locations were the best in this movie um mm-hmm. again maybe other than like the um the club or whatever in the first movie is really cool yeah i thought i thought this this class room thing that they're just like yeah this is part of the hotel the continental don't worry about it <laughs> yeah, it wasn't here in the there. other movies but we it's only here use now. it like we only occasionally use it. we only built this giant very <laughs> expecting glass three-story room for various <laughs> Uh, for, for very special occasions, don't <laughs> worry about it. Um, it was, I thought that was—I thought it looked cooler than the mirror stuff in in the other John Wick, in John Wick Two. Yeah, I don't know. I also I, loved the huge like LED screen yeah. that was behind the desk. I that loved, it's literally just there to make the shots look cool. <laughs> I loved the. Uh, I um I loved in that scene when like John Wick keeps getting like shoved I was into about the, to bring that up <laughs> into the glass over and over and over <laughs> and so over funny. again. I pointed Classic. out that that reminded me of them falling down the stairs in the second yeah. movie where they just keep falling down the stairs. Um gotta say though, my favorite scene in this is towards the beginning, the the knife fight. Oh, the knife fight is so good. <laughs> it's so good. It's just it's just that was just great. How they're just in that <laughs> workshop or that, that uh, armory I thing love, and he's just Well, <laughs> I just love how he just happens to wander his way into like this old antique weapons shop. Well, I th- wasn't that part of like the Continental. No, I don't think so. It wasn't. Oh, that's so. what I just assumed. It's like no. it was a Continental. Th- I thought like maybe he had gone there in one of the other movies. I don't think so. To get stuff. Oh, I don't know. Maybe not. What do I know? He like builds himself a gun and then shoots it once. <laughs> and then he like Classic throws John it. John Wick. <laughs> and then yeah, the, the knife whole... fight's the best part. Oh my god, it's so good because it, it like I just. I can't think about how I, I don't even know how they do that because like he's just throwing all of these knives and <laughs> sticking the guys with these long takes and like these guys will like take like several knives before they go down and then he like throws a tomahawk at that one dude splits <laughs> from the across guy's the head, room yeah splits the guy's head open <laughs> uh, honorable mention great scene is when he kills the NBA player with the book yeah. <laughs> that was good oh that my very goodness. first kill of the movie one of the best um, I think uh, what I loved about this movie is this. so my favorite part of the second movie is when they just 
put the bounty on him and all the assassins yeah. in New York, which is apparently everyone in New York <laughs> go, starts coming after him. And then how they start this movie with the same exact way. Uh, of course, they go, he meets, um, what's her name? What's the lady's name? So is it like Sophia or something? Halle Berry's character? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's like Sophia. Is that right? I don't I'll remember. Just look it up. You know what? Character names aren't you know important. All right. Keep anyway, uh, that gave me some Uncharted uh, 3 vibes. Or no, Uncharted 2 vibes, I think, towards the beginning uh, when they're in Tunisia, I think. I don't know. Yeah, anyway. Sophia. 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 Yeah. yeah I, I got it. Um, yeah. I just, I thought this movie looked great. The locations were cool. Why mm-hmm. is the one guy who's the head of the high table in the middle of the desert? One man who's above the high table. Yeah. Why is he? The, like, <laughs> if you're that powerful, <laughs> what's the point, you know? Yeah. Cause then like the only people who can come out and meet you, they have to like almost die every time they come out to see you. <laughs> that was very uncharted three. Yeah. Uh, Lawrence of uh, Lawrence of Arabia, all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, John Wick cuts off his finger. Yeah, <laughs> kind of for no reason. Kind of for no reason. I kind of like didn't even notice it for a lot of the rest of the movie. Either. Yeah, it didn't really seem to hinder him that much, um, which I mean I guess makes sense. And I think he cut it off his left hand. He's probably right-handed or something. Yeah, no, because he cu- he cut it off his left hand because yeah. he had his what his wedding uh, ring on there. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's that brings up a point that I've been hearing a lot and like seeing a lot. What's the point of this movie? The point of this movie, like, like just because the- like plot wise it really doesn't do anything and like i know i think it sets up like the the high table and well like because i i know i like obviously the plot's never been the biggest part of these movies but it just like john wick is in like this same position he was in at the end of the last yeah so that i guess that would be probably other than just the movie got too long at the end my other gripe with this movie is that i thought it was the end of a trilogy (laughs) and it was working great as an end of a trilogy like it was ending in the continental the place is getting destroyed he like winston and him were like screw it man let's just go against the system i kind of well even if they, they i mean even if i had gone in knowing this wasn't the end of the series I would have preferred them to wait for a continental fight until the yeah. last movie. That seems like it should be the last movie because he goes there every movie and it's always the safe haven. Yeah, it felt like the end, and then it was like, oh, this is definitely not the end. Yeah, like they're setting up Falls another off movie. a building and lives. <laughs> that was the <laughs> most unrealistic part. You're, I don't know if your suit is fall proof from like two hundred fifty feet. Definitely not. <laughs> I was I thought he and Winston like were in on oh I totally like, some thought, sort of ruse or something I totally thought this was like a yeah like an Arkham Knight thing yeah. if you know what I'm talking about and I mean even without then, spoiling the game it, it still could be like that but somehow yeah. also Winston's just chilling in this the vault safe house thing yeah. while they're just <laughs> they're out, going him at and it Lance Riddick are out there just like <laughs> I also love how like everything about the whole um continental what's the whole underground organization called uh just the high table the org- i don't know what i thought they like, had like another name for it let me see excommunicado 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 he's excommunicado i think i think it's just that the assassins um the assassins creed the assassins creed 
I think they're just yeah they're run by the high table and then they yeah. there's like a series of hotels anyway, around the world. I love the how that's just like the most inefficiently run <laughs> thing. Yeah. Right? It's just like a bunch of people at typewriters in this building, and they all I, have like the old style phones and they're just 1970s gangsters. It's kind of 1930s it's gangsters. I kind of like it. It's I mean, fun. It, it's, it's silly. It's, yeah, it's yeah, silly. that's the point. It's like and they I feel like two and three they embrace the silliness where mm. this one was like they alluded at it and it was like. Why? Well, I think for I think I think that's though they made the first one probably not thinking they were gonna make another one, and then they were like, oh, we need to take this in a different way to keep going. So that's probably why they did that. That's we'll what I don't know. Anyway, I really like this one. Any other thoughts? Um, hmm. oh, we didn't we didn't mention the villain. <laughs> the villain, because I forgot who is okay. the villain. Other the, is it the lady? The lady. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't do anything yeah she just kind of tells people what to do yeah i she just hires the ninja guy i've been seeing in a lot of reviews like a lot of people think she's great like really she's a really good villain yeah what is, her motivation is just getting rid of john wick yeah. for not following the rules yeah well people like it because she they think she's this intimidating villain without ever using a gun in this world that's full of a sad and i'm just like okay Okay. Yeah, she didn't stand out for me. She's okay. I mean, she, she's not bad, but... Well, she is bad. She's the villain. Oh, holder. you're right. You got yeah, me. Come on. I, I also love the part, I just remembered it now, when they're about to, like, kill John Wick, and he just, like, taps the continental ground. That was great. Like, safe, <laughs> safe house. And the concierge guy's like, oh, oh, oh you can't kill him. <laughs> that was great. Oh, my God. <laughs> Again, the oh, silliness. The... Him killing people with horses. Yeah, <laughs> the horse, horse kicks. The horse, the horse kicks, and just the whole horse scene. Well, that, yeah, that, he's that's like, like on a horse, and then there's motorcycles coming after him. Man, the whole <laughs> motorcycle chase too later on the movie is good. Some uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. That goes stuff. hand in hand, or yeah, like a lot of that goes hand in hand with just the first act being so good in this movie, and just all action. Yeah, but like. <laughs> very diversified action so it was very entertaining you like when he makes that guy's head explode with the shotgun yeah <laughs> armor these are armor piercing rounds Just blows the guy's head off oh my gosh uh yeah really like this movie uh ready to get on to game of thrones um yeah i i guess i just briefly i wanted to say i think i like the second one more i think even as much as i love the uh, fight scenes in this one. I really like the last half of John Wick 2 a lot. I agree. And, um, and I think, yeah, I think it's that it didn't, that one didn't go too long for me. So I think I like that. Hmm. Interesting. I definitely say three, two, one in order from best to worst. And you say two, three, one. Yeah. Well, there you have it. But it's very, it's very close for me, all of them. Cause I also me, really it's like not the first very close. one. All right, let's get on to Game of Thrones. Series finale. All right. Here we go. Live. Holden, it's over. Spoilers, obviously, for Game of Thrones. Season we 8, episode finished. 6. And Game of Thrones, all of it. Wow. Now our watch has ended. Quite literally. Holden, what oh, did you think funny. of... <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of... The series finale of Game of Thrones, the episode itself, and then we can talk about the overall feelings of the season later on, and the overall feelings of the show, because it's All over. All right. Um. So, 
as much as I have been a pretty, I've not as not as much as you, but as much as I've been like a defender of this season, I don't really like this finale. Uh, I'm not as well, I guess I should say I'm not as negative as a lot of people are because there are definitely some good things, but for me, I just didn't really like it. I thought it was the worst episode of the season. Really? Yeah. Um, I thought, yeah, I, I would say it's a lower half episode of the season. I thought, interestingly enough, um, I like this episode overall. I think for where they left it at the end of the episode five, which I mm-hmm. did not like as much. That was like the one dud for me in the season. And fortunately, it was the most important episode of the entire show. <laughs> so, um, you know, I thought it kind of ended somewhat predictably and I other was pretty predictable and other things were not as predictable like i did not see john snow getting sent back to the wall i didn't either i think okay but that, <laughs> that goes i'll just like jump in with my big negative for this i feel like these the fact that this show ends up pretty much happy endings for everyone that's so not game of thrones yeah i thought so too i thought Tyrion was gonna try to kill Daenerys and then John was maybe gonna kill mm. Tyrion and then I, I thought there's there should have been more bloodshed. Yeah. I, I I don't necessarily even think that like I mean yeah, I think there probably should have been more like bloodshed, but I don't even think like characters necessarily have to die or anything for it to be sad. But you just like everyone like John goes back to the the wall, which is where he's happy anyway. You get Fraz's punishment and then like Tyrion's hand of the king, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Arya's just doing her thing. Arya, Christopher Columbus, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Sansa's Arya no Magellan, ruler, Sansa's ruler of the North, and all the other Queen side of the char- North. Yeah, the Queen of the North. All the other characters are just doing what they want to do, and I was just like, Grey Worm and all the Unsullied are going to where Masande's um, from, and yeah, it's Grey like, Worm was just. Grey Worm had a bad season, man. Yeah. All I, his friends died. Yeah. <laughs> Grey Worm had the worst ending of everybody. Not in terms of, like, just, like, uh, I, bad what writing or whatever, but just in terms of, like, it sucks to be Grey Worm. I also did not really like him this season. I didn't either. I always liked Grey Worm in this season. It was... He just, he felt like, I mean, I always knew he was, like, it makes sense he's loyal to Daenerys, but he's so just, like... I mean, it makes sense within his character that he's a soldier. He was literally trained to just yeah. kind of follow orders. He's like a good guy. Yeah. So like, why, why is he not even like? Well, you on would the think inside? Daenerys is too, but yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, Daenerys and Co. didn't fare very well. Also, again, where do all the soldiers come from? Like, yeah, every single time just, she has more. <laughs> like in this episode, she goes up in front after that cool <laughs> shot with like, the, dra- there's the dragon. She's literally behind. like more now than there were yeah, than like, she got the them in of season the long three night. or whatever. Yeah, like even before that, like when she got the unsullied, like she didn't there's have. There's so many, many freaking Dothraki down there. Like there's no way there's that many left. <laughs> <laughs> I it. It just baffles me because it would have made more sense had there not been as many soldiers anyway. Mm-hmm. And they very much looked like there were like a dozen Unsullied and a dozen Dothraki left after the long night. Yeah. So that that for me is one of the things this season. It's just like, what? Um, one of the things I want to get into, um, actually, before I get into some of the more ar- overarching stuff, I'm going to talk about 
uh, some of the specifics of the episode. Two moments in particular. I think there's a third moment that I'm not thinking of. Uh, I teared up a couple times. Three times, I guess. Wow. I'm gonna say. Um, number one, the first scene with uh, Tyrion uh, seeing Cersei and Jaime dead, I mm -hmm. thought was very effective. That's Although there should have been way more bricks all over the place. <laughs> Like, I saw one comment was like, yeah, Jamie and Cersei just needed to stand, like, 12 feet to the left, and they would have been fine. I'm like, yeah, what the heck? Yeah, well, not even that. Like, in that room where Jamie first finds Cersei, like, just in that, the courtyard room, if they just stood under underneath, like, the freaking overhang, that didn't collapse. Yeah. <laughs> like, they could have just lived. They didn't have to go to the basement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's... I don't, just weird stuff like that that I mean it doesn't ruin the show for me or anything like it, it might um, be more distracting for other people that I mean that stuff still fits within my um, uh, suspension of disbelief um, I'm not as nitpicky about that stuff but just like come on I feel like they're just adding up this season just mm -hmm. overlooking the small details um, another moment that got me was Daenerys uh, Drogon like kind of like uh, nudging at her body to see if she's like to wake her up mm -hmm. animals man you know when Drogon acts like a little like a dog trying to wake up Daenerys and then he just like <laughs> in his agony destroys the Iron Throne which I thought was pretty predictable I knew he wasn't going to kill Jon because you can't kill Jon with fire because he's a Targaryen mm. so I was like Jon's fine here and then Drogon lives. Yeah. Did not see that coming. He just flies off into the distance. I totally thought Bran was going to warg into him at the end. Yeah. He's like, oh, let me see if I can go find him. Okay. Warg into him. <laughs> We're never going to talk about it again, I guess. Warg. Um, warg. Morgan Freeman. Morgan <laughs> Freeman. Um, and then the other moment that I think was probably the most emotional for me was when uh, Brienne was writing in the book about all the um, the leaders of the King's Guard. Oh yeah. What's the commander of the King's Guard? Is that the title? It's, I'm blanking on it you know, right now. But when strong she strong guy. And she wrote like he died defending his queen. Oh man. And she closed it. I was like, oh. That gave me the feels, man. Brandon okay. Jamie's <laughs> relationship, heartbreaking. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to add? You said uh, earlier this week when we were talking oh, how yeah. you like some of the sh shots specifically. Yeah, I okay. I loved the shot when John's going to go talk to Daenerys and like he he interacts with Drogon. That was a really good shot there. Oh my god, it's like it's like kind of from afar. And, it, and like, Drog when it looks like Danny has like the wings. Well, that's good. No, but like when right before he like goes in to kill her or whatever, and Drogon's oh, yeah. like like leans down to John, and it's like from afar. It's pretty good. That's a good shot. Yeah. Um. Now the other thing I wanted to talk about though is the whole significance of the Iron Throne being melting by dragon's fire. Did you like? catch that i didn't until i read something about it well i mean it was forged with dragon fire wasn't yeah it? okay but like the whole it's it goes into the zurakai prophecy oh okay the, where he kills his loved one and then he, he gets Lightbringer, which is his sword like it, the swords on fire or whatever okay and so and but instead of getting like a sword on fire drogon melts the iron throne which is made out of swords oh there we go very cryptic i yeah, like I was, it i was once i saw that i was like oh even though he, yeah that's it's pretty good i don't know 
Um, yeah, I mean, I <laughs> I made the joke that they could have destroyed the... Th they just picked Bran to be the king because he wouldn't need another throne. <laughs> He's already got his chair. I've seen a lot of, like, pictures of, like, <laughs> like photoshopped Iron Throne wheelchairs. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> um... Bran is the king. Obviously, Bran is not either of our favorite characters. That's one of the worst things that this show has done. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I guess. Like, as much as I have complained about the rest of the stuff in this episode, I hated that. I I was I was with my friend Kale, and we watched the last episode, and we both are literally like, what the f***? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are they doing? <laughs> I was thinking it was. I was like, it's down between Bran and um, uh, Sansa, and I'm like, it's gonna be, it's gonna be Bran, isn't it? And he's and Tyrion's talking about Bran the Broken and his great story. And I mean, I guess I like it from the regard of like Bran is basically history, which yeah. I'm a history major, and he's like the best teachers, best teacher is history. Like, what better leader to have than? And I get that, and I would have been okay with it if Bran was just a better character. Yeah. <laughs> like I feel like they just didn't do anything with him no. the, the last couple of seasons. He was just kind of there to say important plot elements. And then literally anytime he says anything, I just want to punch him. <laughs> He's like, why do you think I came all this way? Shut up, Bran! <laughs> Shut up. God! <laughs> Classic Brandon Stark. God, just the worst character. Jamie should have just knifed him. <laughs> should have made sure he was dead. Should have finished the job. Come on. What was he? He was only like eight. Come on, just do it. <laughs> um, other things talking about. Okay, so this is one thing that came up. Uh, George R. R. Martin talked about it after the week. How when he David and Dan um, pitched the show to him. Or they they were it they knew the show was gonna happen. Mm -hmm. uh, George R. R. Martin was like ten seasons, ten episodes was his sort of approach, and and D and D were very much they wanted to do seven seasons, and uh, George ultimately talked them into doing, you know, kind of like seven and a half basically, mm -hmm. and boy, I I mean like, just goes to show you like, this should have been ten seasons. At least should have been eight full seasons. Yeah, right. Because. I, again, like the story, the story beats, I like. I like. I mean, like Daenerys going Mad Queen. Just the execution of it did not like. But the idea of Daenerys over all this time turning into a villain. Hopefully, I I would have liked her been more relatable and not just gone crazy, but just like there was more rationale to it, mm -hmm. um, and that people could still be on her side sure. and that people would be you know oh should we be for the john side or should we be for the dinner side because it was obviously like no you should be for the john side yeah, unless you're a maniac she's kind of crazy she's crazy she she's wants to kill everyone she's literally saying things hitler said yeah <laughs> like so that to me was not great uh other things yeah like i said the story beats great them taking out the night king should have happened at mm. the end of season seven yeah or been drawn out the stuff before the night king should have been drawn out i think daenerys being the villain should have been drawn out this final episode was three episodes in one i mean mm. you, it literally when i'm the queen now john instantly kills her <laughs> we get a new king the ending yeah and that was so much to happen 
Um, even one Danny scene didn't that was even gonna sit on the Iron Throne. What the I heck? knew, like, I knew she was not gonna. I'm like, you better sit on it now before you you die. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, John didn't waste any time. Bronze arc in this season was terrible. I was waiting for him to break Tyrion out. No, he just shows up as the Master of Coin and and Lord of Highgarden at the end. Yeah, he didn't do anything this entire season. In fact, he should have died in season seven. Mm-hmm. Spoils of War. That episode when he when you he. Uh, leaves the the uh, pouch of gold and goes to save Jamie and said, "Come on, man! Should have died there. Should have died there. That's when that's when his character art was completed. Um, would have added. It would have kind of, you know, put Tyrion more at odds with Daenerys back then already. Um, maybe set him up for a, a betrayal. You know, I just again, Brant that uh, Bronze storyline." was so dumb like it did not amount to any tension Mm-mm. it did there was no payoff to it yeah. it was like okay what was the point of that that was just a waste of time <laughs> it was and then one of the baffling things to me in this episode that just caught me off guard was like they they did not show everybody finding out that daenerys died i mean literally she was killed and mm-hmm. drogon pulled took her body away and when no. when gray worm was taking uh Tyrion, down to the dragon pits i was like oh they planned an execution they're yeah. gonna be like where's daenerys what's going on Tyrion? what do you was, know about this yeah, but and no, it said it's like the count, there's a council of everybody and there's a time gap and they're like we have Jon snow he killed daenerys i'm like what when did all this happen yeah. where's your proof <laughs> like there were no eyewitnesses did drogon just fly down and be like bruh, 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 bruh. what's that drogon Jon snow stuck in a well <laughs> like <laughs> how did like they that again, just I w- it caught me off guard. I'm like, oh, uh, there there was the time jump. It was not they did not show that mm-hmm. at all. Now I have to reset myself and prepare for what's going to happen in this next scene, which was very important because they decided the new king of Westeros. Mm. What did you think of Sam's suggestion of democracy? That was funny. It was pretty funny, but I, I thought it was a little on the nose yeah. too. I when that happened, I was like, <laughs> that better fucking not be where they go with it yeah I, I like i didn't really think it was but i was like jesus christ and then when everyone just started laughing i thought that was kind of funny <laughs> even sounds just gonna like wipes <laughs> the smirk off her face i like that um of course a song of ice or fire is the book right, that was sam dumb. didn't sam didn't write it but i helped with the title um i love sir davos in the scene where they vote for the king he's like i don't know if i get a vote in this but i <laughs> Uh, Sir Davos is great. He's the best character. Did you see there you go. Breastfeeding boy was there. Breastfeeding boy. The dude from what's I don't know the the guy. Oh, Robin Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, dang, Robin Aaron aged nicely. Yeah, looks good. I was Having like being breastfed. I know. <laughs> I was like, I nobody else who was watching it with me noticed that. I was like, man, Robin Aaron really grew up the last mm-hmm. few years. Um. Yeah, man. I thought overall, you know, I was satisfied with this finale, especially after where the last episode ended. I don't think it is as bad as people are saying it is. No. Like, it is certainly not the worst finale of all time. There's definitely a lot. I mean, obviously, it's not even close to, like, a bad show by that. I mean, a bad episode uh, of a show or anything. But it's just, I found it so underwhelming and, like, so predictable the only thing that got the only thing that surprised me was Bran and not in a good way. <laughs> um, uh, 
Yeah, it's, I, I watched it and I was like, wow. John pet ghost. Okay, everybody, calm that, that down. That was pretty cute. Calm down. Cute. He pet ghost. You can settle down. <laughs> Jeez. Also, I totally think John is just not, like, the Night Watch is not a thing. They totally just duked Grey Worm and that he's just living up with the wildlings, man. Oh, that could be. Yeah, I think that's how I think that's how you're supposed to interpret the ending. Although I haven't really read any reviews or that that would um, well support that claim or whatever. That makes sense. He likes the wildlings. Tormund, he's man. a little wild himself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything? Well, should we talk about Game of Thrones season eight as a whole? Sure. What were, we, what were we thoughts? Game of Thrones season eight as a I whole. I think it was a big curve. A big, big normal bell curve, you know what I'm saying? I, I agree. Think, I think the beginning and the end were the worst parts, and the middle was the best part. I like, like I said, one through three, I loved all of it. I even liked four a lot, um, even though that one has some weird plot. I um, really like four. Four is three. You know, four yeah, four. I actually do really like, except for some of the just like they just should have executed some of those logic things, those minor details, a little bit better in those that episode um but five man five was like five should have been the best episode of game of thrones ever and it was not Mm. it was probably the worst one if i'm gonna Mm. like just from a from the importance of it being there were some bad episodes in season seven yeah but i mean like but they didn't alter like they didn't affect the quality of the show going forward you know what I'm saying? Like there was um, not there's you cannot recover from what happened and how they executed the fifth episode. Mm-hmm. Not that it was like terrible or anything. It just was like wow, there was a lot there was a lot better version of this out there. Yeah. And I, I think that saying. was the biggest disappointment. Maybe not the wor- but just the biggest the most disappointing episode of Game of Thrones. Let's go with that. Sure. Um I mean, still, man. Game of Thrones. It's like pizza. Even if it's not great, it's still pretty good. No, that's not true. If you have pineapple on it, it's not very good. Hey, well, <laughs> it's like pepperoni pizza for you, Holden. Even if it's not great, it's still pretty good. Yeah, all right. There you go. All right. There you have it. Game of Thrones is pepperoni pizza. Overall, season eight, not nearly as bad as everybody says it is, but in my opinion, I yeah, don't. No, like, it's, it's definitely nowhere near as bad as a lot of people are saying. But it there's is. definitely a better version out there yeah. of how it should have ended. And it'll it, be interesting to see how the books end. Should have just gone for 10 seasons. Should have gone. It should have been a full season of 10 episodes. Mm-hmm. Man, what are you doing, D&D? Now they're going to make Star Wars. <laughs> so go back to freaking X-Men, X-Men Origins, Origins Wolverine. Wolverine. There you go. There you have it. Overall, Game of Thrones is the best TV show of all time still. Nope. Uh, unanimously no um favorite season of the show holden um season four season four is probably my favorite as well season six is up there season six is very good um even season five after rewatching it it is pretty good i mean it's still not one of the best better seasons but season one's really good i'm gonna rewatch it all at some point it's so good especially like the first couple first season is very good upon rewatch all right there you have it game of thrones it's over ned stark dies ned stark dies all right holden what are you doing what am i doing
What are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? Well, then what have you done this week to better mankind? Or at least what you did for yourself, entertainment-wise. What I did for myself? Oh, all right. Um, well, there's Outside a lot of finals. Of, all you did was study for finals, yeah, obviously. Uh, but uh, theoretically, had you not only exclusively studied for finals, right. what media would I mean, you have consumed? I mean, that's a little consumed? wild. That's a little wild. But um, I don't know if you can wrap your mind around that one. <laughs> um, I watched a m- movie called Blue Velvet. Blue Velvet. I've heard of Blue Velvet. Yeah, David Lynch. Mm-hmm. I it was on Amazon and it's being Amazon Prime and it's being removed by the end of the month. So I wanted to watch it. It's so weird. I can imagine. I mean, it's David Lynch, <laughs> but it is bizarre. Is it's it good? It's good. I think it's pretty. It's pretty good. Um, but Dennis Hopper is the villain in it, and he is wild. <laughs> He's very good. And I like did some I did some looking up of some stuff afterwards and he's like apparently considered one of the best movie villains. Just really? Be, yeah. Just because he's like just this crazy but like kind of funny villain. I don't know. It's hard to explain. You should just watch it. Just watch it. Okay, maybe. Um, I won't tell you anything about it. Um I have also been watching uh King of the Hill, like I always am. I watched the Castlevania anime. Very good. I don't like anime. Weeaboo. But no. I only watched two animes in my life now. Holmes <laughs> <laughs> the Weeaboo. Uh, it's very good. Um, it's okay. Have you ever seen Documentary Now? Nope. Do you know what it is? Nope. Uh, so it's this like... It's a guy going, I want a documentary now! now! <laughs> as <laughs> wa- soon as possible. I watched the first episode, and it's this series. Uh, it's like an anthology... It, Series where each episode is its own thing, but it's Bill Hader and Fred Armisen, and they basically make these like fake documentaries on just like these weird subjects, and it's so funny. I like the first episode was really funny, right. but it's a comedy. What show. is it on? Uh, it's on Netflix. Okay, but it's I think it airs on IFC or something. Mm-hmm. But the it, International Film Channel. Oh, I didn't know that's what otherwise known as IFC. <laughs> But yeah, it's pretty funny. I'd recommend it. And then my last thing is uh, I've been playing through Castlevania Circle of the Moon, an original Game Boy Advance game, but I've been playing it on my uh, emulator on my computer. So it's very good. There you go. I obviously watched the first two John Wick movies as I had not seen them. I rewatched them them as well. Uh, Like I said in the uh, John Wick review, uh, John Wick 3 review, uh, John Wick number one, was underwhelming i was like oh boy now i gotta watch two more of these <laughs> i thought it was fine i just didn't i just didn't get it maybe i need to rewatch it now that i'm more into it maybe uh, the second one in my opinion considerable impl- improvement and then the third one the best one overall uh, uh still watching some south park stuff i watched one last night where it was george lucas and steven spielberg were editing their films it was this episode was from 2002 and it was like the the peak of like george lucas like special edition star wars stuff okay and all that and they're like trying to defend it very funny satire <laughs> they did a lot of like raiders of the lost well basically so that this is all happening and um there's a lot of other subplots in the episode too but steven spielberg and george lucas are gonna uh, alter raiders of the lost ark next and then the ending is is like the end of the raiders of the lost ark mm-hmm. as well very funny <laughs> Very, just a very good twist and some fan service and okay 
uh, quality episode. I, I very much appreciated it. Um, I have not played this. Um, I don't know when I'll be able to, but I saw that Vader Immortal came out, that VR experience. Oh, yeah? For, I, I think it's, it's exclusive on the Oculus stuff, I believe, oh. unfortunately. Hopefully not. Um, one of my friend's brothers has an Oculus Rift, so maybe someday he'll get it and I'll be able to play it. Um, but I watched some gameplay of it, mm-hmm. and it looks so good. Really? Like, the fighting with the lightsaber, the lightsaber combat, and it looks so... It's like, this is what we needed. This is the culmination of everything I wanted. Um, Just, it looks so good, man. I, I just can't wait to play it sometime. Um, and I mean... You basically, you get a lightsaber, you go through a tutorial, and you're blocking blaster fire and fighting, like, guard things with your lightsaber, and you're blocking, and you're striking. It looks so good. And, I in like, I didn't really pay attention to the story because I didn't want it spoiled, but people in the comments were saying this story is really interesting as well. It's a three-part game. Yeah, the chapter one came out. Okay. Currently exclusive to the Oculus Quest which is a oh, yeah, VR head. Thing. Yeah, it's a, so it's the Oculus Rift. <clears throat> it's $400, but you don't need a super high-end gaming computer or anything. It's literally, it's just the headset. That's all you need. It runs all the games. You don't need any wires or anything, and you have the controllers, so you don't have to worry about tripping over wires or having them. How you know. well does that run? It runs, r- like, very well huh. for a mobile system. Like, p- you I mean, you probably notice a little bit of a difference, but not nearly as one would expect. Huh, interesting. But again, it's still $400. So That's significantly better than a normal Oculus. Sorry about the hard cut in audio again. Holden goofed up this <laughs> microphone again. It was like the last two Holden, minutes of the podcast. Figure it out. <laughs> At least we, we almost got there. We were so close well, to were. getting done with this episode before you screwed <laughs> it up. But alas, Holden, Holden did it again. Classic. A- anyway, we're going to wrap up this week talking about social media stuff. Of course, reach out to us. Re- what? That didn't make any sense. Email us at that one at tompodcast at gmail.com. Questions, comments. We'd love to hear them. Love to talk about them on the show, of course. Like our Facebook page. Follow us there. Follow us our Twitter at Tomp Podcast. Also, YouTube. Uh, this is our last podcast at college. Yeah. This summer, doing a lot of stuff on YouTube. You're going to want to check yeah. it out. That One Movie Podcast, Tomp, on YouTube. Subscribe. We'll be having some videos that you're not going to hear about in the podcast. Like the stuff we're not going to talk about in the podcast, exclusive to YouTube. You're going to want to be on that train when it comes. Let me know on a scale of 1 to 10 how bad you want me to review the ant bully. (laughs) (laughs) That is the kind of content you can look forward to on the YouTube channel. I don't know if if that doesn't get you to subscribe. I don't know what will. Of course, support us on Patreon if you'd like. And we'll see you in a few days with our reviews of... Uh, with our review of Aladdin. Yeah. Which probably will be uh, all right. Okay. I don't know. All right. We'll catch <laughs> you in a few days. Fun. Bye. I love you.